I'm going to play RuneScape while podcasting. Absolutely not, because your machine will spin up like a saucer. <laughs> How are you guys feeling today? Yeah, pretty good. Thank you. You? Yeah, not, not too bad. I'm feeling okay, I guess. So the difference is we're recording today uh, after work, and usually Jordan is mostly asleep at this time, but I think it'll probably change around. I'm still just just as just as tired, just as oh, right. want to be in bed. So I was expecting you to be awake right now, and then me at least to be start flagging by the end of this episode, so we'll find out. So the reason we're recording on the day we actually released the previous episode is because Jordan is going away this weekend, so you can all blame him for no follow-up on the previous episode. But I think we we do have some some follow-up. Yeah, we do. So we... We spoke in the last episode about uh, the gaming, and mostly me and Jordan were speaking about RuneScape. Obviously, Jordan spoke about World of Warcraft. Um, However, uh, first of all, I said that RuneScape Mobile was already out. It's not. It's coming in 2018. Um, And I wanted to ask, Jordan, have you been playing RuneScape? Yes. Would you like to tell me more about that? Of course. Unfortunately, I have started playing RuneScape again. (laughs) Unfortunately. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, right. Um, I started properly on, what, Friday night? Maybe Saturday morning? That's Saturday afternoon? And in the space of um, two days, I went up like 100 levels. Um, and I'm like combat yeah. level seven, 70 almost. That was a fresh account, wasn't it? Yeah, I've. that was a fresh account. I wasn't, I was like, I'm not going to do anything stupid, like create a pure woodcutting account or anything like that. I'm just going to go straight into combat. And... Um, yeah, I've just been mining XP. Um, I had an account from my previous life, which I found, and I thought it would be a brilliant idea to see how good botting was. Um, I think that was, what, <laughs> Thursday? Thursday, so like last week, and within like 12 hours, not even 12 hours, within about six hours, it was banned. Did you did you use a, like an off-the-shelf script or something to do this botting? Or did you write something? I did not write anything because uh, I just wanted to, you know, get to 99 fishing. Can I just add that, Jordan, we recorded the episode nearly two weeks ago now on a Saturday. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure by Sunday morning you'd been banned. Oh, was it not last week? Am I confusing dates? Yeah, yeah, yeah actually that might have been the case. I think I got, oh yeah, no, no, this is what happened. We talked to our escape, I logged in, I paid for membership, within six hours I was banned. And then I got really annoyed at Jagex. <laughs> so, I, so I boycotted RuneScape and said, I'm never playing this again. And then... <laughs> I persuaded you basic, to stop playing again. Yeah, yeah. That, that, and then that happened. I set up my new, my new account. And um, yeah. And now I bought like a membership, the Rune Metrics subscription, some <laughs> bonds. I'm just like going all in. The what subscription? Uh, so basically, they, I didn't know they did this. This is a new thing since... Uh, well, I say new thing. It's a new thing considering I played almost 10 years ago. You can, when you're leveling up, um, you obviously have to get XP. Sometimes it's really difficult to work out how long it's going to get to, you know, get to a level. So these rune metric system gives you access to loads of graphs about how much XP you're doing an hour in each individual level. Right. So it gives me like a, a estimated time to next level and how much damage I'm doing and how much... Um, XP I'm gaining per hour. Um, so it's really useful. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. And then I realized you had to pay an extra, like an extra £3 a month for it. So I did it. 
because I am an adult now and no longer a child and no longer have to ask my parents for money to do this, where they say, no, you cannot play this game. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I now I'm draining my own bank account instead of my parents' bank account because I have a job and now play RuneScape. But I probably won't have a job for much longer if I end up addicted to it. Okay. First of all, <laughs> end up addicted is an interesting phrase because... <laughs> okay, I'm already addicted to yeah. it before okay, I go. end up in with withdrawal and die from being at work. Yeah. So uh, from my side of things, um, I stated that I was going to try and edit the podcast on the same day so that I could spend some time getting acquainted with it on the Sunday. Um, for some reasons, uh, I'm not sure why... I didn't actually get the recordings for this podcast sent over till quite late. Therefore, I was left with a lot of time um, to do something. And I finished my initial tasks for the day uh, relatively early after the recording. And uh, I kept logged into my account, having a look around, you know, trying to get acquainted. And I have been playing it since. Um, Jordan came over that day. Uh, and we we had a little RuneScape session <laughs> at mine. He went then went home, and then I found out in the morning he got banned. Um, <laughs> so, I was so annoyed. I, I even tweeted. I was like, "I want a refund." I have been playing it a little bit uh, after work, so, you know, an evening here and there, basically when I can, when I don't have stuff to do or work to do, uh, to kind of relax a little bit. Um, the weekend was just, it was a bank holiday weekend and, uh, I did do my, my tasks that I set myself to do for the weekend first and then basically spent the rest playing RuneScape, um, and watching Game of Thrones. Um, so I've been playing it quite a bit, but my reasoning is I need to get acquainted with it again and can't do that lightly. You've got to go all in, right? So now I'm acquainted with it. I need to start calling it back a little bit and, you know, clawing it back, sorry, and uh, settle down with it. Uh, we'll see how that goes. One of the things I asked you was whether you thought that you would play it on um, iOS when that comes out. Yes. The answer is yes. So I yes. think there's, there's, a, there's like a, uh, the mobile version. We, we you, you thought it was already out. We looked at it. It was for... Mobile and tablet, I think is how they, they yeah. refer to it. Yeah, yeah. So you'd be able to play it on your iPad Pro while you're doing other things. And I think that's that's probably... Because uh, I think if you're playing it on your computer, you play it full screen, don't you? Okay, so uh, if I'm on my... Oh, I also said that I wouldn't install it on my uh, laptop. I did. Um, <laughs> this has been... This is terrible. You know we said about addictions? Yeah, it's, it's kind of happened a little bit again. Um so I said basically that uh, I did install it on my 15-inch MacBook Pro. Uh, when I full screen it in that, it does work full screen. However, on the 27-inch that's, iMac, that's right. Yeah. If you full screen it, you actually get a little black bars, which is quite annoying. Um, and it's still a decent space, but uh, you know, it's not full. So I have quite. I have a larger space in the 27-inch iMac, but it's not full now. As for the iOS and using it on my my phone or tablet. Um, there's actually a video I'll put in the show notes of the, the mobile experience that they've, it was an alpha and it was, you know, a couple of months back. So it was a long time ago and it's not finished. Um, of just the idea of how it would work on the mobile, which looks quite interesting. However, I would kind of want to look at it on the tablet because I don't think my phone's that useful for it. I think I'd like the space of using it on my 12.9 inch iPad pro, for example. Mm, I, I would also like that too. 
But then I would have to buy an iPad now again. Yeah. To play I mean, you could just take the screen off of your Surface Book. I know, uh, but presumably uh, it doesn't have touch control. Would you? Like that, I would though. be using it. I would be using it, like you know, to code. Mm. I play um, Minecraft on like a small tablet, my phone, and on the PC, and you know everything in between. It's quite nice to be able to have uh, an interface that is capable of scaling between them. I think it's a really good thing. Um, what it means is that you're able to get you know, your fix or whatever from from playing a game without you know having to do it on a particular machine or something like that and it means that you can play like a smaller amount of time or something oh i'll mm. just play this for a bit um for me being able to do it on a small tablet means i can connect to my you know redstone testing world or something do something whilst i am you know watching netflix um, yeah. rather than being sat at the computer or having a controller or having it full screen on the Xbox. It's, it's quite good to be able to do things like that. Well, the the interesting thing is, I, as you, you guys probably know, I get quite annoyed with being less specific and less like direct with my clicks, So, which is why the trackpad doesn't work 100% for me because I, I feel uh, quite... That's why you have your, your mouse so slow. <sighs> How many times are you going to mention this, Jules? <laughs> I actually sped your mouse up while I was playing RuneScape on your iMac. You did what? Yes. Ah, have you not noticed? Ha ha ha. I bet you've been like, that's a breath of fresh air. Oh, the mouse? Yes. Okay, well, I'm going to have to speed that back down. I haven't used the mouse since you left, so. Basically, uh, Game of Friends was on late. I sleep early. Jordan played game uh, played RuneScape on my iMac while I slept. Therefore, I used the, the iMac, uh, which is actually the first time he's seen the iMac in person. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so as I was saying, I, I get quite annoyed with being less specific with my clicks and things like that, which is why the trackpad annoys me a little bit. Um, so I, I'm kind of wondering how I'll find it on the, the phone, because it is relatively small compared. And thumbtaps, you know, that I mean, they're not great. Little clicky thumbs, you know. I don't think I'm going to be that good of it. And what if like I go to click something and accidentally attack someone instead? So, you know, it'll be interesting to see how they pull that off. Which is why the iPad, I think, with the enough space, it might be a little bit better on that. Um, I also want to just add that I did also buy a, a membership instantly, like Jordan, as well as uh, Bonds, which is a RuneScape currency now. I did not buy the Room Metrics thing, though. Any other follow-up for RuneScape? I think we should quit while we're ahead, otherwise the whole episode may be consumed by our addiction. Jules, a quick one, and a very quick one. Redstone is something you mentioned uh, both in the Minecraft chat last episode and the the Windows-related, Windows Phone kind of side of stuff. And I would like you to kind of explain why, what that name is about, why it's used in both places where it came from, which one was first, and what they are. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, good question. I hadn't hadn't really thought about that because, of course, I... I think of them as as two separate things. Mm-hmm. So the um, the previous version of Windows 10, so the first version of Windows 10, um, obviously it, it shipped with the name Windows 10, but whilst it was in preview, we didn't know if it was going to be called Windows 9 or something else. The code name was Threshold. Right. Threshold is uh, a planet in the Halo series of video games in fact it if you've played the first halo it is the planet that's around the ring 
um, sorry, that the ring is around, the, the Halo ring. Um, they did a couple of versions of, thre- of what they called Threshold and then focused on the next wave of Windows 10 releases. And they also picked a name from a video game. And recently, of, uh, at the time, Microsoft had uh, purchased Mo- Mojang and uh, they picked a name from the Minecraft world. And the name that they picked was Redstone. So it first appeared in Minecraft before Microsoft purchased Mojang. So Redstone came from the game first in the same way that Threshold, the planet, did. And uh, now we are on Redstone 3 version of Windows 10. We don't know what they're going to pick for the next name, but the current name is called Redstone 3. And uh, Microsoft do use that term internally. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see it on the build numbers. We see RS3 is uh, RS3 release is the current branch that my machine is running right now. Just just a quick one on that. When I say RS in Slack, for example, I I mean RuneScape because that is a capital yes. R and a capital S. It's red. St- I see you, you've written down Redstone with a capital R and a lowercase s. That's right. Yeah, Redstone is uh, the name of uh, a material in Minecraft and it's just called redstone with a capital R it's not red capital S stone it's just redstone with a capital R right um and it's just a material um but it's the uh, Microsoft need a shorter version so it's the builds aren't just called redstone forward mm-hmm. so that's why they use RS um, RS the threshold they use th yeah i can i can yeah i can get that oh, yeah. so it's, it's it's purely an engineering thing and yeah. um you don't see the word redstone anywhere really i mean there's a lot of discussions about it um and obviously if you look at um, you know, wikipedia or something like that they'll mention the fact that it's you know it's codenamed redstone but you don't see it in the product you do see it in the build numbers <laughs> If you're enjoying today's podcast, you can find the show notes at mavispodcast.com forward slash eight. You can follow us on Twitter at mavispodcast. So Andrew, you use uh, Alexa to do a lot of the stuff at home, don't you? Yeah, so I wish I did more with it, to be honest. Um, I control a lot of my lights and things like that around my house. In fact, when Jordan was over the other night, uh, I was going to bed and I was talking to Alexa and he kind of laughed a bit and I could hear him. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I use it, but I have a um, a server somewhere that I need to add more stuff to. Uh, I've got a Slack bot for it, um, some workflow commands that I use with it, as well as, uh, like you said, Alexa. Now you've got um, you've got multiple devices around the house as well, so you can just talk to. Um, is it an Echo? Oh, I I'm, see. I, I don't. I'm not really sure what they Shall are. You haven't got one? an Echo Show. You? You've got an Echo Go? No. Got... Do you want me to take it? You, you tell me. I have three Echo Dots. That's, that's what I And mean. the reason I have the Dots is and I don't have an actual main Echo, the, the big taller one. The taller one. Uh, yeah, that's right, because we're trying to work out if you could do it without. Yeah, you can. it's because I already have music equipment around my house. Anything I want to listen to music-wise, I can do much better quality than the Alexa could, or the Echo could, sorry. We really shouldn't be saying the actual name because we're just triggering everyone's echoes. Um, so I might have to leave those out. Anyway, um, 
Yeah, so I have one in the kitchen downstairs. I have one in the office with me now, and I have one in my bedroom next to my bed. Right now, the interesting thing I saw here because there's good devices there, and we I think we talked about this in the past where basically um, Amazon are setting themselves up to make this operating system for the home type thing. They're already out there now. I use Cortana. I use Cortana quite a lot for productivity stuff. Uh, reminders, I use a lot. I do have the uh, Hey Cortana command turned on on my phone. Not on my other devices, but I do on my phone. Um, and I do have a lot of stuff set up there. Um, now, one of the interesting things is today, actually the day we were recording, Microsoft and Amazon jointly announced that they're mm-hmm. actually going to make Cortana and Alexa work together. I think this is actually a really smart move because while I don't currently have Alexa, um, based on, you know, the way that you use it, this, it seems like something that would easily fit in, right? And to be able to do those kind of operating system for the home type things and obviously shopping and things like that too. Whereas I do use Cortana and Cortana is really good at productivity. And I know you don't use Cortana um, at the moment. But I think there's a lot of crossover there where people use both. I think it's really interesting that these guys have decided to work together to make their AIs, their assistants, their really it's their personalities of their web services, uh, work together in this way. Um, I'd be interested to know your thoughts on this. I think it, I think it's a really good collaboration, and yeah. Well, here's the thing. I've actually had quite a busy day and haven't had chance to read up on this much. Uh, I am aware of that it happened. Um, but can you just explain to me what they're exactly doing? Are they just make, being able to call each other through each service or are they actually yeah. doing an integration or are they do it? Are they learning together? Or what, what's so the deal? I there? think this is, this is the, clearly this is the start because the experience isn't great. And you'll know why when I actually start saying this out loud. If you read it, maybe it doesn't seem so bizarre, but when you start saying it out loud, it, mm-hmm. it seems a bit odd. I would to do be able to do shopping, to order, put something on my shopping list or ask Amazon to do some shopping for me. I would say to my assistant, which is Cortana, I would say, hey, Cortana, open Alexa. And then I would say, add such and such to the shopping list. Now, this is uh, no different to saying, hey, Cortana, open um spotify and search for this particular yeah uh, album which is the way that we do it now that don't that doesn't make sense what, what you really want is hey cortana ask alexa to order me this thing right which brings me on to how alexa or echo i'm going to say the echo devices currently do it um because with my server i say alexa ask friday to and then whatever target i'm doing so yeah. that's the way uh, the echoes currently work. Uh, maybe it does the same thing. Yeah, maybe it does the same thing when it talks to Cortana um, because it goes both ways. And I think it operates in the same way. Wouldn't you want to just say, Cortana, please just add add this thing to my shopping basket? Like, I get there's a conversation there where Alexa and Cortana have a hidden conversation, right? But would you not rather just saying that one word like or one phrase rather than going... Hey, Cortana, ask Alexa to do this for me. Yeah, I do agree. Yeah, I do kind of see what you're saying there. But um, Microsoft have specifically shown in demos in the past Cortana acting in this way. So for if you pay attention to what Microsoft say that they have planned for Cortana in the future, this is no surprise. 
because what you are supposed to be able to do in the future is say to Cortana, please, you know, ask this particular hotel bot or ask the pizza bot or whatever to go and do this thing for me. And it's a conversation whereby you ask Cortana to start the conversation. Cortana says, I will then go and uh, get this, this bot for you. It brings the bot into the conversation. You then have a conversation with the bot and then the the bot goes and then Cortana says, I got the output of that and I've remembered it or whatever. We've seen demonstrations of them doing this. So Cortana is acting as a go-between between you and other bots and other services. So it, that doesn't really surprise me that they've decided to do it that way. Rather than you asking Cortana to do something specifically, you're asking Cortana to start a conversation with another agent. Um, yeah. So that doesn't really surprise me based on what I've seen. But I, I get what you're saying. Um, I think this this way you kind of have this 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 split and you know what's what because Cortana knows your business stuff, right? It is integrated with Office 365, it's integrated with Power BI and it would be it could bring in certain reports. You can say, what's the latest sales figure from uh, CRM? And it can t- you know, Cortana can tell you that number. You don't want Alexa to be the one that's uh, that's kind of replying that you want to trust that it's Cortana that's telling you this information, not Alexa. Um, it kind of feels like there's a bit of a, a trust in that particular agent. I don't know. I think it's, I think it's an interesting thing, but saying fundamentally for me saying, Hey Cortana, open Alexa is rubbish. You've totally. got to, you've got to say Cortana, have a conversation with, or, you know, ask, um, Alexa to do this thing not op- like it's just the wrong word when you're talking you if I know it's all web it's all web services underneath yeah I'm not kind of um imagining that it's something else that they're really chatting to each other but if you want humans to buy into this stuff you've got to make it so that the language is is that kind of language and I'm sure they will but I think given time, it will get closer. But this is, I think this is really good because this gets all of that stuff that Alexa does into Cortana and the other way around. Can we uh, just please stop saying the word, the name, because I'm going to have to edit this out a lot. I think we should move forward using the word A or tower thing. Surely it should. It, it doesn't just respond to anything. It does. In fact, me talking about it while uh just just before Joel started talking then saying its name triggered it really yes now i i have i have trained um cortana to respond in a certain way when i say a certain thing so even if i say hey cortana um in a conversation like this casually she doesn't respond because i've trained a particular kind of way of speaking to Cortana to say that if I'm if I put on my hey Cortana voice that's when I'm that's when I really mean it right otherwise it's just conversation yeah and that's that's part of the training that you do do you not do that with Alexa no I it's really bizarre that it's that it's like that surely Siri's not the same is it ah because they have they have a hey in front of them right yeah so they do things like that um, they also do some kind of name training thing, but I think that's more to understand. That's more to learn your voice. Um, so I guess you could you could train it to say it in a certain way. However, it's not used that much. 
Um, okay. I, I think I won't be getting one then based on this because that sounds terrible. Okay. So going back to the original point, I also, uh, I see this as this is like really, it is bizarre, I guess. I mean, it's not that bizarre. It's, it's, it's interesting that they're doing this. Um, I obviously don't use Cortana, but if, a, if, if say this was Siri, I still don't think I would use it if I have to use that naming because it's easier for me to just call one or the other and have those different boundaries for what i do in one or what i do in the other in fact or have a crossover i think um one of the real kind of benefits of this is the fact that um cortana ships on windows 10 pcs and by using a windows 10 pc you're you can you know have an account that, that cortana learns from and if you use a microsoft account of course it synchronizes across them so i get the same experience across everything but i don't necessarily have a device that is capable of doing that voice interface on me all the time if i just have the pc because the, because yes there are speakers that do it now but there's only a couple on the market um and i don't even think they're in the uk yet that do this whereas there is already a ton of devices that do alexa sorry now no you know for you, um, if you're at home, you've got a collection of devices that are that are capable of doing both around you all the time. And so you could just go directly to that one. Yeah. And I think in particular, I think uh, Microsoft gets a bit of a win here by having devices that are that kind of listen in the room style devices and uh, Amazon gets a win because you can actually have this conversation directly from Windows uh, taskbar and stuff like that, and all that typing directly into Cortana can just could just work mm-hmm. with um, a word as well. Now, the interesting thing is here that I actually have uh, an app called Astra, which is a um, is that, client is that a for well? the. Or could you say that one? Astra, that's fine. Um, which is an iOS app for uh, it's an iOS app for um, talking to the Amazon's tin. Assist, assistant, yeah, right, the tall okay. black tin um, to, from my from my phone, so I can be out. I can be in the office where I don't have one and talk to it. I don't use it. I bought it. I don't use it. Um, I used it once when I originally got it to test it. So I don't know, like. For me personally, and this might be just that I need to build more on my my Friday server, which you know has all these integrations that I can't do directly. And I don't mm. I don't want to spend up loads of my custom uh, bots or whatever to handle all these different things. So I put them all in this thing I call Friday. I, maybe I need to add more to that to get more use out of that, and then I would use it when I'm at the house. But I currently don't. So right now, I mean, this for me, if I did use Cortana. I wouldn't wouldn't make me happy apart from it's interesting that Amazon and Microsoft will be working together on this. Mm. I think it would be good if they could get all of them to behave like this. It would be really interesting if they can get that kind of collaboration. Yeah, I, I the think... interesting thing is that Cortana obviously has that that um that conversational UI is well not conversational UI but that conversation as if it's working with applications and not other devices or Currently. people as such so when when people yeah. you know people think of elect people think of the um amazon amazon's you know black tin um oh white actually 
uh, as a, a person, you know, she is a, her own person and, uh, uh saying mm. open person isn't a friendly term. Yeah, no, that, that is, that is very, very strange. But like I say, they are, they are moving more to that idea of things like with their bot framework of you asking Cortana yeah. to have a conversation with another entity for you. Um, rather than open, you don't want to say open pizza app. You want to say, you know, tell the pizza company that I want a pizza. Yeah. And I was going to say for your example earlier, you don't want to say open Spotify and then do this. And you don't, and you don't want to say ask Spotify to do this. You want to say, Hey, search for, you know, that really good band in Spotify. Yeah. You know, that's what you kind of want. Cause that's how you'd say to a person, you'd, you'd go, Hey Jordan, Search for Atreyu in Spotify, and he'd be like, "Oh yeah, sure. Here are the results." Between you and me, sometimes um, Cortana has a tendency to miss the end of a conversation, which which I found quite irritating. Typical Microsoft. First, they make their phones that come apart, and you have to fix with paper and things like that. And then now that was a, a Nokia phone. We've been through this. Don't knock Siri though. Siri's just as bad. Like. You know, we're talking about personal assistance here. Jordan, so let's I, not bring Siri into this conversation again. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm sorry, but we, we talk about lights, we're talking about control. And yes, I think Amazon's assistant and Cortana um, are probably much better than Siri. But um, I don't want to have to have Siri ask Cortana to then ask Alexa. Yeah. To put something in my shopping bag, right? I, I just want... To go, right, personal assistant of mine, can you sort this out for me and sort this out for me and sort this out for me? Yeah. I don't want to have to go, right, personal assistant of mine, please ask the other personal assistant of yours and of mine to do this thing, <laughs> right? It's, yeah, it's to- kind of, kind of. I think if, if there is a situation whereby you have multiple um, agents with their own personal, distinct personalities, I think this makes sense because if I had multiple agents working for me, doing things, if Cortana was my productivity one and I had another one that was for something else, shopping perhaps on Amazon, um, I don't mind them being separate. I think, I think you're replacing this personal assistant idea with virtual friends, right? <laughs> like I think, I think this is where we're going with this. We don't want just one personal assistant. We want a, a collection of virtual friends so we can all have conversations Possibly. together. And actually, there's no Possibly. other human being ar- around. Oh, hey, hey, Siri, can you ask Cortana if I look fat today? And Cortana's like, Yeah, you did look fat. And Siri's like, No, you didn't. Like I'm giving you my opinion. And we can all sit together and have a cup of virtual tea, which Cortana and, and Siri, you know, make. I'd just like to add as well, um, Alexa isn't great, by the way. I mean, we haven't mentioned, like, we can't, you know, uh, bitch about the others and not. Alexa, shut up. <laughs> God, literally as I'm talking. Um, I'm not going to edit that out. Um, I was saying that <laughs> she isn't great either. And she sometimes <sighs> doesn't hear you. She doesn't hear you sometimes, so I will often have really frank um, conversations for conversations mm. with her with many profanity, 
and you know you, yeah. you get annoyed and it doesn't work and you especially in the morning sometimes when you're tired and you're like i don't you know just do what i need to do and stop being stop stop messing up and yeah. stop ignoring me and it you, is really you mentioned nice. something there that i think is actually super important and i know this is this seems like i'm taking the mickey a bit but i'm not if i want to have um, an assistant like this that I absolutely feel comfortable with and think that is, you know, really personalized for me, I absolutely have to be able to swear at it and tell it to swear on my behalf. If it doesn't <laughs> do that, if it, if it censors certain words, it, it just, it isn't, it isn't doing what I say. Right. And currently, and I'm sure the others are the same, but if you are, if you ask, um, Cortana to write a, a text message to someone and swear in it, it will put stars. And to me that, you know, cause you mentioned swearing mm-hmm. then if I am annoyed at it and I, and I tell it to effing do something, I expect it to effing do it. Like, <laughs> I don't want it. I don't want it to go. Oh, I didn't know what you said. Yeah, I think Siri has something in it where it actually is like, "Hey, don't use that language with me." Or in a, in a friend of me, like, "I don't understand that word," which is basically saying like, "I yeah. do," but don't use that. <laughs> I yeah, I, going off topic a bit there, but they've got they they need to have that. I just want Siri to be able to turn my lights off and on without me having to ask it sixteen times. If you were to swear at your virtual assistant, and it then replied with a sarcastic like whoa calm down there or you know like try it like try to calm you down like okay let's just take a step back and you know how are you feeling today like what would you get really annoyed at that um because i would hate it i'd be like just do what i'm asking you to do (laughs) back chat so i think that's (laughs) i think what you're asking that is 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 very interesting and i think really this is probably the kind of things that good hopefully um good researchers are looking at to try and work out how that's going to play out because um you do want them to have emotional intelligence it it sh- it's a different level of intelligence to just crunching numbers and if you can work out that actually this person is irritated at this point and perhaps asking them if they're okay isn't a good move right now but perhaps actually you should remind them that they should get an early night perhaps uh later mm-hmm. on when they're a bit calmer <laughs> um and and that is a um that's a level of kind of emotional intelligence that clearly we don't have today yeah and just, just on that if, if we're talking about those kind of really intelligent agents i think that is the kind of thing that we would want being able to understand uh the the human that they are interacting mm-hmm with in a completely different way um microsoft showed in one of their videos um for the future of productivity they showed uh cortana or at least a cortana like agent which is futuristic it was still a circle type thing um sensing that the user had entered the zone essentially and was working and busy and automatically switched on do not disturb autom- yeah. based on the you know the health tracking features that it has for the user that is that kind of shows a oh i I see this person is actually 
focused right now and doesn't want distractions. So I will go into this kind of distraction free mode in the same way that I can see that they are stressed right now. Yeah. And me giving a sarcastic response is not good. Is to not good. I was also just going to add as well. Um, I think though with someone suffering with mental health issues and if they do let that shine towards one of these assistants, then I think it might be worth them understanding that and you know trying mm. to if it's consistent then maybe and i know it sounds, yeah. it sounds it sounds quite silly people maybe talking to their virtual assistants or making comments um that kind of lead them onto thinking that they have mm-hmm. potential mental health issues uh but i think it's very possible you know uh, especially in general conversations because i'm sure that after some of the rants i've had at my um assistant <laughs> Yeah. It probably it's probably yeah. like this guy's not this guy's not completely sane. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I think it, it should definitely account for that. Maybe uh, it's something that people are moving towards with, uh, especially in social networks. You know, they are saying, "Oh, you know, we've sensed that your recent posts have been quite negative. So here's you know some information about where you can get some help if this is something that you feel you need to." So I wonder if they'll introduce things like that. Yeah, and I think they. They probably will, given time. When that time is, I have no idea. But with the research people are doing now and the kind of aims that people are going for with this kind of thing, I've got no doubt that that, that will be a thing. So, yeah, I, I think this this integration is interesting. It's not perfect for something that... I, if I was a Katani Cortana user, I think I would... <laughs> a Katani user. Katani user. <laughs> That's my second life. I'm actually daredevil. Um, no, um... I think there's something that Dead obviously doesn't use a katana. Anyway, I was going to point it out, but I thought I'll. I'll no, I've got it. I've got does it. Does he use a stick? Yes, he uses a big stick that splits into two and sticks. And his senses. Sorry. So, if, if I was a katana, katana, God, if I was a katana user, <laughs> um, I don't think I still don't think this is that interesting for me yet. Um, Jules, you're not an uh, an Amazon assistant user either, and Jordan, you're neither apart from Siri. Yeah, and I just for the record, I would not get Siri in a can. Okay, so interesting to see what they do with this. Maybe they'll work together closely a bit more. It sounds like they will. So we'll see what comes out of this in the future. If you've got any feedback or suggestions for topics, let us know on Twitter at Mavis Podcast. I have been having some sleep issues lately. And this is actually something that I'm quite annoyed about because I actually got really good at sleeping. It sounds quite silly to say that, um, but I actually got quite good at sleeping and getting up. It was a big part of your routine, wasn't it? Yeah. So you you would, you chose this. If I remember correctly, you chose your time that you wanted to wake up based on the plan that you wanted to walk Jarvis before work and everything else. And then you kind of worked out from there when (laughs) bedtime was, which is the right way to do it. You should always be consistent about when you wake up and, in theory, everything else fits into place. I wanted to get up at six o'clock. Uh, the standard is eight hours. So I decided 10 o'clock I would try and be asleep for. Um, yep. And that, you know, I just worked that out. And something that you said, Jaws, was uh, to me previously, which was, you know, work out your work on and work out your, your wake up time, stick to it, and your, your bedtime will fall into place. And that definitely worked out with 10 o'clock, which was about right, you know, right about a good time. However, I don't know what's happened. But re- so recently, when it comes to winter, um, as it gets darker at night, 
uh, I tend to find it harder it's to wake still up. August, right? Yeah, I know. I'm just okay. background just Uh In the winter, it's harder to get yeah, up in the too. morning because it it's dark outside. Therefore, what I do is I have um, my lights turn on in the morning before six o'clock. I wake up to kind of an, a fade-in of light to kind of simulate a summer morning. Um, and I haven't actually tested that as far as it goes this year because I, I got my, my lights and stuff after the winter. Uh, after winter. Uh, I, I've been struggling lately to, to actually get up and go to bed at a recent time again. Um, and I, you know, I do kind of still go to bed around 10, but I might sit there on my phone for half an hour. And the worst thing is in the morning, I have been getting really bad at being really tired to the point where I'll be like, oh, five more minutes and I'll put my time on and that's fine. However, sometimes I'll sit there on my phone and you know, I, I really, because I really don't like doing this, but it's it's something I can't stop. And once I pick up my phone, I've got to like, mm. you know, read everything and check everything before I get up. And yes. it's like, Twitter oh, completionist. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I am. Uh, so, so I'll have to read, you know, Twitter, not. Instagram, check my messages. Uh, I won't do emails um, unless I can see a notification for an alert or, you know, something happening uh, that I need to look at. Um, so I was wondering what I should do about this. Hmm. Because I know, I, I know in my head, I should have a rule. I should have be like, because usually what I do is what I used to do at least is I would go on my phone and I would take off Do Not Disturb and I would make sure the next podcast I'm going to listen to is ready for my walk, and then I would get up and I'd get dressed and I'd go. And I need yeah. to get back into that. Yeah, because you're prepared. You you've um, so a habit. One of these things is the the fact that a habit once you've not done it like twice, it's it's not a habit anymore, right? It just isn't. That's mm-hmm. just the way it works. And it, it happens to everyone all the time. There's nothing wrong with with you or any anyone else who kind of falls off a habit. This is just the way it is. It's just, you know, it, it, yep. it happens. But what happens is you, you then think your brain kind of gets into a situation where it, it feels like it's okay. And it's like, well, yeah, yeah, but I did the same thing yesterday. It was all right. Mm. And there's... There's two main types of motivation, um, generally. There's uh, towards motivation and there's away from motivation. And towards motivation is where when you wake up in the morning, you basically have this kind of voice in your head or, you know, this general feeling, which is, hey, I'm, I'm heading towards a good day. Um, I've got things that are coming up and whatever, that's going to be great. And away from, uh, motivation is essentially, um, I'm all right for 10 minutes. Mm. Uh, and then, and then your brain's like, yeah, but you know, uh, think of the, think the traffic's going to be worse now. And this, this is going to happen. And you start building up piles of things that you don't want to happen and when that pile of things that your subconscious is kind of like popping into your head gets to a certain point you then go i'll get up and that's away from motivation and there's there there are uh, you use both of these all the time Uh, everyone does they are always there and there's nothing wrong with either of them one may be preferred to the other um, by someone personally, but there, there is nothing fundamentally wrong with someone who uses away from motivation to get up every day and has, 
you know, does amazing things. There is nothing wrong with that. Um, but what you need, what, what you'll find is that when you were in your stride before yeah, and you, and you were like, everything's going great. You know, I'm, I'm going to bed at this time. I'm waking up at this time and it's just working. You probably switched between the two mm. and whichever one it was, I don't know, but whichever one it was, you need to switch back to it and, uh, or, or try and kind of maneuver yourself back to it. And by doing that two or three times in a row, it'll be back to being a habit. And as long as you don't skip it multiple times, yeah, you'll, it'll soon feel natural. And I'm not an expert at sleep issues, but that's, that's like a motivation thing. Yeah. I mean, I mean, not to try and make myself seem better than you guys, because it's not the case at all. But I think I, for a while there, I was definitely the, the, the better one when it came to just sleeping at a certain time and then getting up at the exact same time and, you know, getting up and doing things. Yeah, you 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 picked up, you took on a schedule um a number of years ago. Yeah. And you've been incredibly good at it. Mm. And this is the first time really that that this has kind of faltered a bit, yeah. Yeah, and just to add in there, uh, I'm over a year or a year now without having my dolls. So <laughs> just want to add that in cuz I, I tweeted about so it's, it it's and everyone told me to keep it going. Issues. Because yeah. Yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah, so I do really need to get back on it. Um, it does really bug me and I feel really bad about it every time, but I'm just really struggling. So I, and I, like I've tried to go to bed early, but I'll end up, you know, doing something or reading something or, you know, just catching up on things. And uh, I just, yeah, I need to, I need to switch back as you say. Mm. Um, and I need to set I mean, myself I, a rule again of, you know, no, no Twitter or Instagram, for example, before going, you know, before, uh, before my walk, for example. Um, and one thing that I do on yeah. my walk is usually that my walk is my thing and I won't talk to anyone. I, the, the only thing I'll do is talk to my dog, uh, anyone I say morning to when I'm on my walk and because I'm Northern and, you know, listen to a podcast. But I've also got into the habit of, picking up my phone and being like, oh, I see, you know, Jules and Jordan are having a conversation or whatever. And I'll also reply. And it, and it's not me before ignoring you guys out of some problem, but it's just like, that's my time. And like, I'll oh, see yeah, you guys talking yeah, whatever and I'll just, you know, leave it till later because I know I'll get around to it. Um, so I think so it's I kind of really other things. Them. Yeah. Other things are kind of leaking in, aren't they? And it yeah. no longer has the structure that it had before, which is probably why you know, subconsciously you don't recognize it as the same thing. Yeah. And you know, there, there's some change in your experience of mornings mm. that no longer matches that experience that you had previously where it was, you know, excellent Yeah, to, to use that term, you know, it was good. It was, it was what you wanted. And, uh, um, you know, it's easy to say that like, it sounds like there's no, there's no benefit to me ignoring, you know, everything. But the, the truth is that if I do ignore everything, then I'll be better off with and back to normal. And I definitely feel a lot better about myself when I, yeah. when I'm able to get up and sort the day out and stuff like that. Yeah, probably. I mean, that, that might be what's necessary because it's, um, again, this is something that, is perfectly normal, but this this idea of kind of like a temptation of, uh, particularly with a mobile device, of you're basically giving in 
um, and, and allowing your brain to experience certain sensations early mm. and things like Instagram give you that really quick, um, instant gratification of seeing yep. something or knowing that someone's liked your pictures or whatever. It's just, it's just the pictures of pens, dude. Yeah, I know, right? I just can't wait. I I do find that I am way more likely to check Instagram if I've just posted pictures because I want to see that. Oh, um, yeah, totally. Know, I want to see that socially other people like the the pens that I'm using or whatever. Mm. So there's, there's, you definitely, there's more of it there. And I don't, I haven't posted so much recently because obviously I had issues with my phone um, and I still haven't got back into the habit of posting what stationery I'm using. But um you know, I, I, f- I find that it's Instagram is more enti- enticing to me when mm-hmm. I have, you know, posted something. Yeah, I think, you know, that you're giving by giving in that way, you are obviously giving your brain something that, um, you know, maybe you maybe has there therefore changed the experience of what it is to have your morning routine. And your morning routine has kind of merged into other parts of your day where you do check Instagram and things like that. Yeah, and it doesn't perhaps have that same uh, structure that it had. Mm-hmm. There's before. there's also something to be said for you know when you go to bed and you're lying there and you're like tomorrow I'm gonna get up straight away and I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna eat this and I'm not gonna eat this and you know when you you kind of <clears throat> you you kind of trick yourself into being like I'm gonna be productive and be awesome and then you wake up and you're like yeah that's got to grab I'm not doing any of that. Than if you've done that before. Oh yeah, millions of times. Yeah, for some reason, <laughs> when you're going to sleep, you have this like undoubtable like hope that you're going to do everything awesomely, and then you wake up and you're like, "Not today, just not today." <laughs> uh, so I think, yeah, I think there's two tasks here. One is for me to, I think tomorrow. <laughs> see, this is me. It's it's right now. It's quarter past uh, eight, and I'll be sleeping soon. And this is me kind of in that mindset of going, yeah. tomorrow I'm going to do yeah, everything great. Be great. Uh, however, I know for sure that we'll see how it goes in the morning. So my task is to to get back into this and see how it goes and see kind of what does it for me. And, you know, and maybe I need to reward myself somehow, uh, you know, like a, a little piece of chocolate or something like that. Like Because it sounds, it sounds ridiculous because it does work. Um right. So, and I was going to add the, the other know, task. I don't, think I, I don't think I like chocolate that yeah, that no, no, that's true. It's quite early for chocolate. But what what else are you going to have? Because like, you know, I don't know. My my thing was always I would get up and go to work, and I didn't, I wouldn't want to do anything else in the morning. Uh, I didn't want to, um, you know, look at the news. I didn't want to mm-hmm. do anything on my phone. What I wanted to do was get up and do whatever was necessary to get to my desk whether that is in my flat or whether it is in yeah. an office and I had to drive there. That was, that's my preferred morning. My preferred morning is to just get up and get to the desk and then things start. That's, that's always been what I prefer. Is that still active right now? Because I know that in the past, you previously worked at a place where you'd start, you know, six, seven o'clock and you would, you would end around three. So uh, there's definitely like a positive side of that. The fact that, you know, in your head that if you get up and go to work instantly, you get out earlier, meaning you have more to your day afterwards. So yes. does that it is, it right is certainly, yeah, it's certainly more complicated now because I work uh, more complicated hours. It's on, it depends whether I'm working at home 
or in the office and things like that. So I can't really do what I did before, which was to get up and just start working because right. I've, got, I've got other things I have to do in yeah. the mornings now. That's my preferred model. Um, but, you know, other things, other things work too. But I definitely find that um, I am, I want to just start things in the morning. And I do yeah. often find that I just want to get work done. And for me, work usually involves bringing up the applications that I'm going to be working in the day and stuff like that. And just doing things, writing code, writing text. Yeah. And, um, I just want to get, I just want to get that kind of stuff started. Um, and that's usually, that was usually my motivation was that it was just this kind of laser focus on the fact that I will be at the desk mm -hmm. soon. It was enough to make me get up even if it was cold and dark. Yeah. Obviously I used a number of hacks as well. So the light and heat, yep. heat is a good one. Being able to turn the heat on beforehand. Interesting. You turn the heat on. Uh, yes. Because it, when is, it's cold. Yeah, but, oh God. Yeah. But warmth is connected it, when to it's cold. sleep. It's just like if you, you know, if you eat a meal <laughs> and then you get warm, you want to sleep, right? So yeah. why would you yeah. use... So, I guess you for, don't want to get out in the, the cold. The way that I've done this in the past, you don't want to get out, you don't want to get out in the cold. But also, um, I, I did it uh, before, quite a bit before I actually my light came on. So the the heat would would uh, it would come in before the light, and then uh, basically what I would find is my bedroom was nice and warm. The other parts of the flat, <laughs> perhaps not. But right. uh, that was enough for me to. Yeah. It, it's warm. It's bright. I don't feel like I cannot get, I can't get out of the, of the duvets. Yeah. Instead, it's just like, I can, I can get up and get this far. And, you know, people always say with running and things like that, the hardest thing is to put on your shoes to run. It's not the running. It's, mm. it's not even the first step. It's yeah, putting your shoes to run. It's, and it's the same thing with getting up. You, 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 once you're up, Everything else just kind of slots into place. It is funny when I when I am going for my walk in winter. It's kind of funny how I know in my head there's like just get through the drive to the park, and I know it's cold in the car, and there's you know the people and idiots on the road and stuff like that. Um, and it's cold outside. Just get to the park, and I know you'll be fine. So it's just getting through that drive where the the car's really cold, and you know, you're in a hoodie, like shivering away when it's cold, trying to you know get the the, the heating on. Uh, so mm -hmm. it's similar to that. Uh, the final task I was going to set, Jules, was for you to post more uh, stationery on Instagram again now that you're all back. So I'm going right. to ask you about that. I will make sure I do that. Yeah, I want to see a good one. And you can find him at desk underscore of underscore Jules. That's correct. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, yeah, it's stationary stuff. So if, it is, if, yeah. you don't, if you don't care for that, don't bother. Yeah, basically. What's the best method of getting up early in the morning? I, I don't really know. I think I think there is a combination of things, and different things work for different people. Um, that can't be true. They have to work for me. One one thing I would say is, um, from my personal experience, snooze is a bad idea. Mm. Don't have an alarm that you hate. Um, ideally, have something that works with with the rhythm, um, you know, or the kind of natural rhythm of your sleep cycle. So anything that can hack that is ideal. So light change okay. um, and things like that. So, so, but, but that's like waking you up. What about actually physically getting out of bed? 
Okay. Um, I'm That's just going to add that it, Jules, um, right now, right now in your, in your current situation and me right now as well, we are quite lucky that we don't have another person sleeping beside us, which means that we can do things like alarms or certain, you know, ambient noises or, t- uh, you know, light and things like that. However, for Jordan and you in the very soon, I don't know how that would work for, for Jordan because the other person may not like that. Leading on, getting up in the morning is definitely for me down to determination to do something. I, I've never been someone who likes to sleep or sleep in. Uh, even when I was a child or a teenager, I never slept in. I can't actually sleep in past, you know, uh, 10 o'clock I've even if I just can't do it uh in fact I don't think I've ever slept until 10 o'clock unless I've been out the night before so well like I mean it's a bit easier for me but when it comes to those like you know half an hour blocks or something like that it's definitely determination to get up and do something and you like you know me I, I like my morning and I like my walk and I know that I can't start my day until I've done that walk so I know that if I have something to do or somewhere to be by a certain time, I need to start my walk at this time, get this stuff done before, and I kind of, you know, have to do that. Yeah, motivation is the thing. Yeah, and that's and that's where the two the two different kinds are from. What if you don't have motivation? Uh, yeah, I don't think that's true though. You, I mean, certainly for you, you you do have motivation to do things, right? Yeah. But you, you feel like you don't have a, a motivation to get up at a particular time. Uh, th- you've I probably I, I, got some, what you probably have is some models and kind of like beliefs in probably time, mm. like the way that time is for you that I think would be fascinating to uncover. I, I really do. Yeah. Um, you you want to psychoanalyze me? Okay. Can I just, can I just <laughs> nip in here and say that Jordan's time-related morals and beliefs are very different to mine. And it means that if he's not just on time for certain things, he's always late for them. <laughs> and things like, I'll be like, oh, we'll meet here at this time. And I know that because I'm the kind of person where when I say I'm going to be there at quarter past, I'll be there at quarter past, if not time before. Jordan's the kind of person who'll be there at like five minutes past or quarter, you know, another 15, 30 minutes past or whatever. So I think Jordan, when it when it comes to Jordan getting up in the morning, and he's his beliefs that, are though, right. I know I need to be in the office by this time, which means I can realistically stay in bed till he probably does these calculations really in his head. Yeah. yeah, and he's like, "I'll just leave it till that minute." <laughs> and that, and you know what? To be to be perfectly honest, that that works. Jordan has mm. proved that it works, and it works for other people as well. And what you get is. Uh, this kind of confirmation that the technique is successful. The only thing and, I would um, say there's nothing, there's, there's there's nothing really wrong with that. But if if someone does actually want to change it, I think there are there are some interesting things that um that kind of need to be reflected on. Because I I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to give full advice and say you know, I'll do this one thing this this one thing I'll sort it out without really knowing. And I think knowing yourself in that way is probably the key to, to, to working that out. And, you know, how do you feel in the morning? What goes through your head? You know, how do you, what thought processes actually kind of bubble up? I think one thing to mention as well is consistency. 
And when I have been in the swing of it, I have been really consistent. You know, get up, wake up, my alarm goes off, turn it off, get up straight away, get dressed and go out. And I think, Jordan, you're not very consistent with getting up. That's true. I want to get up in the morning, but I find it difficult to go to bed at night. Okay, I... All right, that's, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Do you really want to get up in the morning, though? Yeah, but I also really like sleep. Yeah, I think you you are a, a night owl type person, though, aren't you, really? I think I have been... Um, I, I kind of... I think I go between phases between being night and morning because sometimes, sometimes in the evening I'm just like, no. Um, but I've, I traditionally, since I was, since I was a child, I always just got up really early in the morning. So I think, yeah. um, I'm a morning person by default, but I think there are certain times in my life where I have had really good experiences, you know, hacking code mm. in particular late at night. Yeah. And I feel like, I often get this creative drive, which can continues um, more so in an evening, especially when I, you know, there's no other distractions and I can end up sitting there typing away on my computer until whatever in the morning and it just keeps going. And then I, I'm, you know, I'm knackered the next day, but I, I built a thing. I put a thing out in the world and I, sometimes I just need to do those things. I think you have more of that um, by default than than I do. I think you do that kind of, I just need to do this thing. I just need to keep going more so by default, which means that yeah. you are tired in the morning because you, you, you are burning more at that, at that time, uh, that part of that cycle of your day, really. Yeah, I find that's more cognitive. You know, I'll, I'll get home from from work and I will be absolutely shattered, but my mind is still racing. You know, I've still mm-hmm. got so much stuff going through my head. And what I find is, especially now at this given time, at this given state of my life and what I'm doing day to day, I'm finding it very difficult to switch off, mm-hmm. right? So I the only way I can switch off is by watching something on Netflix where I'm fully engrossed in, in that or, and that's something I've never really, I've never really done up until kind of recently. I, you know, I would watch TV series, but actually I would do that the weekend and not really in the evenings, uh, as much. Um, like I watched Star Trek obviously, but right. I never used it as a kind of a, of a way of, right. I need to switch off because I would still be coding while I would be watching them. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I'm in in this state where I it will get to 2 a.m. and my mind is still racing, and I'll be watching something on Netflix, and that will kind of get to the point where right I'm not concentrating on on you know whatever I was go, I was thinking about whether it was code or business or whatever, and then I would be watching and watching and watching, and then I would fall asleep on the sofa, mm. and then wake up as and then wake up at yeah, seven this, o'clock in the morning. This is this is not the best sleeping experience. No. Uh, no, I was no, also no. going to say that I know for a fact, Jordan, that you cannot watch something and code at the same time. So you will uh, either no, be I, watching something and focusing on your code, meaning you'll have to go and rewatch it, or you'll be watching something which is most of the time. Which is yeah, most of the time. and no, yeah. see that was a guess because I know for a fact that I've I've seen it where you watch something and don't code or don't do anything else. Uh, I've never actually seen you um, code and not watch something. 
So I know for a fact that you are just watching something with your laptop on your le- on your on your legs. No, 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 no. I've I've written plenty of code while watching things, but not not necessarily when I've been with you. It's usually when I'm at when I'm at home and I'm like, right, I'm going to put this on and I'm going to work on this bit of code over here. And I, I know and we'll end up focusing on the on the code specifically and and. I know. I'll get caught up in like a scene and then I'll be like, oh, what was this code I was writing? Oh, yeah, back. So uh, it'd be 15 minute chunks. I know for a, <laughs> I know Jules finds it weird that I can focus on code and watching something at exactly the same time and understand what's going on in both. Yeah. I've done it. I've done it for years. I mean, so just as Jules was saying about um, him being more of a morning person and having those times where, you know, he was hacking away at night and, I think me and Joel sit in the same boat where, as I said before, I, I'm definitely a morning person. I've never been able to stay, you know, sleep in. And, uh, however, I do have those times or I have in the past. I don't let myself anymore because I know what I feel like in the morning. I don't like it, but I have had those times in the past where I've had sessions days after days after days of just working through the night and working through the night and doing work in the day and then just continuing through the night. And I've definitely did that a teenager when I was, you know, or when I was younger living at home, um, you know, working on projects and w- just generally working. And, and I would also watch stuff then at the same time, which is where I think I got it from. I definitely, I de- yeah, I have those times, but I don't let myself get into them anymore. Um, cause I know that I probably would struggle more to get up in the morning. Um, I think for you, Jordan, you need to work on your bedtime more or, make sure you set yourself a an earlier goal to get up and get to the office by. Um, so mm-hmm. now maybe, you know, half mm-hmm. eight. And if you set yourself a goal of being in the office at half eight, then you know, like, you, you'll for, need for, to get Jordan, to sleep earlier. I think actually he needs to um, set himself a kind of different rule, which is more no sleeping on the sofa. I think actually, in my personal opinion, that that will probably yield... Uh, results in in a way that um, trying to trying to do something that's so far out, which is the oh, I'm going to be up at this time. If you're going to do that and fall asleep on the sofa, you're going to be extremely tired, and you may be there, but I think your brain and your uh, ability for excellence is going to suffer. If you have a really good night's sleep. And wake up and feel like, oh, well, that was nice. Uh, there's more chance of you doing that earlier. Um, yeah, it's. I think that's probably it's. It's. I mean, I don't. End. I don't sleep on the sofa every night. By the I way, know. I mean, it just happened. It just happened to be last night when I I did tell myself I'm going to go to bed, and then I was like, one more episode of this show. Oh, and the dog is here, and she's so warm and comfy. Oh, I've fallen asleep. But even then, it's 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 the it's the falling asleep to distraction. And and don't get me wrong, I have used that. I've used that technique many, many mm. times, the whole falling asleep to distraction. But, um, and you know, w- one of the things that I used was uh, Futurama. I absolutely love Futurama. I've watched every episode many, many, many times. And I use that as a, you know, a life hack or I don't really like that term that much, but one of those ha- kind of like ha- hacks to make myself fall asleep via distraction. But the, benefit that i get from futurama is that i don't watch it because i've seen it so many times so i just have the audio i play the audio yeah listen to the episode of futurama I, i'm asleep i'm asleep with it before the episode is over 
And I can use that as a distraction if I need to. And now in your brain, whenever you hear Futurama, you're going to fall asleep. Uh, I, no, I, I don't necessarily think that that's the case, but I, I think it is, it is familiar enough, right? Even if there are loud noises in it, 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 it doesn't, um, startle me, right? Um, I, uh, I fell asleep listening to an audiobook by mistake, actually. I fell asleep listening to an audiobook. Yeah, um, that's never good. A, a couple of days ago. And, um, it, it had a little, it had like a loud bit. And I woke up and I was like, I've got no idea what's happening in this book right now. And it, it just, that just doesn't work. If I wake up and I'm like, oh, it's the episode where, you know, Bender's on that planet with the pharaohs and has that big, um, thing built, remember me, that thing. <laughs> That's fine, right? That's I, I remember that episode. You know, it's it doesn't matter if I wake up and I'm listening and it's still on because you know I use a, an MP3 player to do this these kinds of things and it can just has like a thirty minute or an hour um, automatic switch off. If I did wake up and hear it part way, who cares? I've seen the episode so yeah. many times; it doesn't matter. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. I mean, if Netflix hadn't got rid of House, I'd probably watch House. Ah. Oh. Don't remind me of that. But even, even, That's even when you use Netflix like that, um, I'm you're probably using this on your computer or the television. Well, I try it on the computer, but then I'm f- afraid of rolling over and falling asleep on it. Yeah, right. So I use I use this really cheap Samsung MP3 player that I've had for many, many, many years. It is the reason I got it is because it does not require any cable or anything. It just plugs straight into a USB port. And it's small. It doesn't have much memory. I it, I don't care what happens to that thing. I just don't. It doesn't matter. Um, there's, you know, it's not yeah. emitting light. Actually, by default, it does because it's got the stupid LED on it. But I've switched that off. Um, it doesn't emit any light. It doesn't matter. Or, you know, I don't care about it. I mean, I found it extremely useful. It's a, it's a useful tool. Um, but I don't care what happens to it whereas the surface book if that was playing netflix um i feel like i want to turn it off before i fall asleep like, yeah. i take it off my lap yeah, or something. yeah yeah i get that right um i would use an ipad for this if i if i could if i had my ipad pro still i say if i why don't you just use but even phone? then even then you've got a screen you've got a screen and that's going to be emitting light at you no i know and that's the thing that the blue light makes it harder to fall asleep and it's it's very uh, annoying it's like a vicious cycle a vicious cycle yeah um andrew the reason i don't want to use my phone is because um i have to use headphones right and i also put my phone on charge so i can't and i don't want to use wireless headphones so yes the the headphone jack scenario has completely screwed me um okay yeah that's a valid point go uh let's move on from that uh, Jordan, I think you need to work on your nighttime, um, maybe tuning out of digital things, including RuneScape, RuneScape, uh, TVs, tablets, you know, computers, whatever. I think you need to sit down with a notebook and a pen every night and you know, write down what's going in your head and just, just make some notes about things and then have that time away from a screen to, to kind of relax a bit and get yourself into that mindset. And yeah. th- writing things down will help you clear your head. 
And you also, like doing it. You can use one of your nice pens. And well, you say this, Jules, but I'd set him a task of off the podcast a couple of weeks back to um, the idea was to word cloud. Basically, I hate that bloody word. Um, to to write down everything going on in his head before he went to bed. And he was like, "Yeah, I'll do it for a week." And I was like, "Yeah, sure you will." Yeah, it's difficult. It's big. It's difficult. Um, I don't. I'm not saying it won't work for me because I, you know, I do a lot of notebooking. Right, I do do a lot of notebooking. Less so than I I used to, but I still. Yeah, but you don't do any like personal notebooking. All the notebooking no, all... you do is related to code or business. Like you, I think what I'm saying here is, yeah, you need to work on your 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 personal side of it and maybe make some notes about all of that and how you're. I know it sounds it sounds quite stupid to say, but you know how you are feeling about certain things and. What is going on in your head? Just anything that pops in. Mm. I totally feel like I've train wrecked this podcast in effort for a, in effort for a counseling session. Okay, well, <laughs> I'm fine with this this conversation happening as long as you actually employ something here. So I want you to decide on the podcast right now what your plan is here, <laughs> what you're going you don't to have do. To decide if you, right now, if you, but you no, do no, no, need no, no. to come Jules, back to us and tell us. Don't let him get away with this. <laughs> If you, if jo- you Jordan, on the spot, I need to Jordan, think about it. Jordan, listen to me. To- <laughs> if you want to really get up better in the morning, what was it you want? You want to go? To, you want to sleep better? You want to get up in the morning at a certain time? You want to be in the office at a certain time? What is it? I I don't know right now. I, 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 no. What I want? What I want to be able to do, Andrew? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Come on, come on. What do you want? What I want to be able to do right is. <laughs> I want to be able to get up early. I want to be able to be in the office for half eight. That's what I want to be able to do. Right. right. So cool. what are oh, you yeah. what are you going to do tonight to in aid to be in the office for half eight tomorrow? Well, that's a good question, Andrew. I'm glad you asked it. I'm going to switch my alarm from being a complete d- of an alarm to being one of those nice ones. Which alarm do you use? We'll tell you which one it is. It's called Night Owl. Okay, that sounds lovely. And I have I have snooze disabled. Right. Oh, that's actually interesting. So you don't... All right, this is interesting. If you had snooze enabled, you would probably snooze it to a certain time and then get up at that next time. Instead, I assume you fall back asleep and then wake up again whenever? <laughs> no. That's totally it, isn't it? No, what? No, 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 no. I, when my my alarm goes off, I wake up, and then for half an hour, I st- I stare at the ceiling. Oh, right. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so that one is my actual initial wake up alarm, and then I do use that default annoying, really bad one for uh, if I do set a snooze, which I shouldn't be doing, but um, you know, something like right two minutes. Two minute snooze. Did you just say two minute snooze? Yeah, I ain't got time. For a five there minute. is there is literally no point in a two minute snooze. <laughs> oh no, no, it's actually worked for me in the past where you wake up like not right now, but in two minutes when I've just like calmed down a bit, that's when I need to get up. Because I'm 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 not convinced that two minutes is long enough. Okay, so here's that. the thing. I don't fall asleep within those two minutes. No, but you don't what I I doubt you wake up in those two minutes either. No, no, but it, it's it's just like resting my eyes. <laughs> And so, then and so, then you get a, an annoying sound. Yeah, to be like, dude, get up. This seems like a bad idea to me. 
<laughs> I, so I, I'm, I'm not really a fan of snooze in general. I, I mean, I am as a concept um, to be able to snooze an alarm. Don't get me wrong, but the, um, but I don't use it. My, my uh, favorite and my preferred method was to have my Microsoft Band. Um, you give it a window of time, and it can wake you up up to half an hour earlier than yeah. the time that you, you state. Right. And it would use your sleep cycle to work out when the best time to wake you up was. And it would just vibrate on my wrist. No noise, nothing. In fact, the Microsoft band didn't have a speaker, but, um, that's all it did. As a replacement, what I use is the vibration on my, um, mm. on my phone. I don't use loud alarms. I prefer that. Um, but I don't, I don't snooze anything. And I find that those, those kinds of alarms do the, opposite away they do the away from yeah motivation and it's that away from motivation that i don't it doesn't yeah. really work for me um it has worked for me in the past trust me i think my my first job i was there for a number of years and towards the the, the later years it was <laughs> difficult to get up and yeah. there was a lot of away from motivation to make sure that i got to the office on time um and, you know I'm, visions of of people being annoyed at me to be where i needed to be but generally what i would prefer is to have that kind of nudge to wake me up i, yeah. I tend to wake up by the light mostly more so than the the alarm um and then and then focus on the kind of towards um motivation but that, those some of those sounds some of those alarm sounds are absolutely horrible little little fun fact the the alarm uh, clock that i use on my bedside table is a philips light alarm clock and this is way before the hue ones are around it's the m kind of mid-range to the cheaper end of the uh lights that they do for for waking up so it isn't the one that has the full range of colors that goes mm. through all the range of the sunrise it basically uh goes into quite a it's a warm glow but it's a very sunny glow and it, and it kind of takes half an hour to get to full brightness that thing by default had a buzzer alarm mm. not a the kinds of speakers that we have on these um smartphones today which let us choose the kind of noise we're talking an actual buzzer the kind that you got in electronics kits um i when i bought this and it arrived i, I can't remember how much it was but we, it, we, they're not cheap the day that it arrived i took a knife to it i took a leatherman to it to get inside it it wasn't very easy to get inside but i didn't care and I removed the buzzer from the circuit board um, because I knew that I would never want it. The day that it arrived, it, it's a warranty gone straight away. I've used it every day pretty much since and it's been fine. But why would you have this gentle uh, you know, way of waking up using light, which kind of naturally makes you you know, uh, wake up uh, beforehand before the before your alarm and then and then after half an hour of gentle waking it does a buzzer that is the most horrible sound that has no volume control it literally does not make sense so i just hacked that thing and and you know that's what i use i am still to try um the vibration on my watch so i don't actually sleep yeah. with my apple watch because it charges while i sleep however because i have the series 2 my original apple watch is just in a box right now um so i should probably try something with that maybe 
I don't know. I'm thinking the exact same thing. Like, I totally agree with Jules. I think it's this whole away from mechanism that makes me just want to stay in bed. Not, yeah, it doesn't, not it just, doesn't work. It doesn't work for yeah. me. I mean, it works for some people and there's nothing wrong with you if you like that method. But for me, it just winds me up mm. and it puts me in the wrong mood. Mm. I, I So I used to use a, um, an application called Sleep Cycle, which was one of those sleep tracking apps that you would put, you would plug your phone in and put it face down on or under your like sheet of your mattress or whatever. And it would like track it when, how, you know, how you were sleeping and then wake you up at the optimal time. Do you, do you put it near your brain so you sleep with the phones? Oh, you're not one of those, are you, Jules? What do you mean one of those? <laughs> you know, one of those Physics. Don't put your phone near your head, you'll catch something. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Jules is right, it's it, physics. It, it's, like, <laughs> like, like, it is totally physics. It's, there are microwaves that fry your brain. Kind of. Yeah, but, you know, we're living around <laughs> it anyway. Like, just deal with it. Well, we're living around it now, but we didn't evolve around it. Not in the same way. <laughs> anyway. Oh, Jules. <laughs> anyway. But, but, the, but, but, yeah, like, do I keep it near my head? I mean, I mean, I sleep next to my phone while it's on charge. Do you not? So, so do I, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've got... I've got no phone signal in my village, so it's probably ah, trying to connect yeah, to the, it's to the cell tower. It's probably power as well. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. going, max power microwave signals. The difference here is that um, you were talking about putting it under your pillow directly. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That, and that's a little bit closer. No, 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 sorry, under the sheet, not under the pillow. The sheet? Yeah. You mean no, as in the quilt or the bed sheet? The bed sheet. <laughs> Who's going to put it under the bed sheet? That means getting the bed sheet out, like, every night. <laughs> No, I haven't got time for it, that. Anyway, the point, the, the idea is, Andrew, that it that it monitors the using the motion sensors in the phone. This is just a cheap. This is you know, this is one of the good things about smartphones is that it has these kind of sensors that people can build applications on and kind of learn from. And the idea is that it would then say, "Oh, look, you just you just moved, so therefore I will wake you up." And that's basically what the Microsoft Band did, but it also had your um, you know, skin temperature and uh, all that other awesome stuff that it did, but unfortunately Microsoft have abandoned it. So the, um, the interesting thing is that I use the, so I use the bedtime app in the clock, sorry, which is actually really good for setting your bedtime and your morning, uh, your wake reminds time. Reminds you, doesn't it? Yeah. Cause it, well, yeah. And the, in the middle, it'll tell you how much you're going to, how much sleep you're going to get. And then, yeah, when you comes close to your bedtime, it'll be like, Hey, you need to go to bed in half an hour. So you should probably come down. Um, but the funny thing is, it it has sleep analysis built in that collects to the you know the Apple Health Center data pool thing. Um, but the funny thing is, I keep my phone next to my bed, so my bed has like uh, either side like uh, wooden, you know, like six inch wooden space basically, and my phone stays on there. So this sleep analysis is always just constant, no movement, nothing. <laughs> So I guess I can never put it on my pillow. It do the same thing, but uh, yeah, I mean it's 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 hilarious when you look at your phone and you go, "Well, it to- it's basically told me I've literally died in my sleep." <laughs> I don't think I've done that before. Oh, I saw one. It was just a flat line. It just was. It was like well, normal. And then for six hours, it's just a complete flat line at the very bottom. It's like, well, I I've I clearly died. Uh, <laughs> so but- to wrap up, Jordan. Have you decided yet? What are you going to do? So half eight in the office I'm just tomorrow. Gonna, I'm just going to. I'm going to. No, no. I, I think. I, I'm, well, I mean, I'll, I'll try being for nine. 
Um, Nine? You said half eight before. <laughs> yeah, but you, I'm not just going to send my body send my body into shock and change everything. Nah, that's what you've got to do. That's what with me. No, 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 no. That's like having a cold shower, and I hate cold showers. I oh, know it takes my breath away. But what what are you going to do tonight? That's different. I'm going to alter my 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 alarms and stuff. That's what I'm going to do tonight. I'm also going to play some RuneScape. Do you use Do you use the bedtime bit, or do you use a normal alarm? I use bedtime, and it. It, okay, good. It, it's an you know it does. Wait, I mean, I I use both by the looks of it. What? How do you? What? Yeah, that might be so early riser. Right, I'm I'm now looking through my config and my phone. Yeah, I'm I've got I've got it all on, and I should probably just use bedtime. Having having said this, yeah, I I, I I'm probably going to try sleep cycle tonight. I think my, your alarm tone should be me going, Jordan, get the up right now. I'll see you in the office there, half eight, <laughs> and if you're not there, oh. I'll have you. <laughs> No, I mean that would that would do the complete opposite. I'd just be like, nah. Yeah, but the fact is, you'd laugh at it, and then you'd be like, oh, I'm going to get up and go see Andrew. But I wouldn't get up. I'd just be like, oh, yeah, no. F- you'd this. laugh, and you'd want to go see me, right? My my vote would be to go for a vibrate. If you can't decide, go for a vibrate. You know what, Andrew? You should just do that thing when you try and wake me up on a Saturday for a podcast, where you just send me lots of text messages with spam. <laughs> um. I'm just going to just do some alarm changes tonight and see what happens. We'll follow up next episode with how you've done with that. Um, we'll also have some information, hopefully, about the next iPhone, seeing as the event is now on the 12th, which I kind of predicted. Um, <laughs> oh, psychic. Yeah. I basically said it'd be a mon- you know, Monday or Tuesday at the start of a week in September, early September, so I got it right. Um, so yeah, we'll follow up with that and see how you got on, Jordan. We'll see how okay. you did and that will conclude our episode for today if you'd like to find the show notes for today's episode you can find them at mavispodcast.com slash eight you can find us on twitter at mavispodcast you can also find jordan on twitter at jordan is on fire julian at julian k and i'm at andrew halfway 